Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. Boy, we have had a rough week at our house, and I bet you can tell from the title of this podcast that it's all about a snake bite, but we learned a lot through it. So this is information I think you're going to want. Now, you don't have to be from Oklahoma to know that bad things often happen that are totally beyond our control. There are things that happen that totally take us by surprise. So so last Thursday was just an ordinary day. We got up in the morning. I stretched a bit. Uh, we had a delicious cup or two of buttered coffee. And then I, you know, looked at my organizer and thought about the patients I was seeing that day. I mean, it's the same thing you do every morning. You you sort of have your plans. And I didn't have a speck of doubt that things wouldn't go generally as planned. I mean, I'm not at all a control freak, but but I sure didn't expect the day to go as it did. Um, you know, I was just sort of thinking about how I would navigate my workload and get my chores done and the people I wanted to contact. Um, I never planned that Mike would be bitten by a copperhead snake, but that is exactly what happened. So he was just, he likes to go out in the garden early and uh, work you know, in this particular day, he was working on his sweet potato slips. Uh, the sweet potatoes had done pretty well, and he was going to sort of spread them out and create more sweet potatoes. This is something that he had learned from his grandfather, actually, when he was a young boy. And he was so excited about, you know, getting out and, you know, getting his fingers in the dirt and sort of honoring his grandpa by doing this, these potato slips, sweet potato slips 50 years later. But yikes, out of nowhere, this baby copperhead snake jumped up and bit him on the hand, and his hand began immediately to swell. So he he ran in, and, and you know, the rest is sort of, we ran to the emergency room, and um, you can imagine what all happened there. So today I'm going to talk about three things that we really learn from this. These are three essential areas that I think will help you maintain more vitality when you face inevitable challenges. And I mean, they are inevitable. This is life. In this world, we're going to have trouble. But we want to take heart. You know, whether you have an accident, whether you have an illness, whether it's just stressors of life, uh, changes, you know, anything that comes along can feel much like a snake bite. It sort of comes out of nowhere. So three things that I'm going to talk about today are the importance of metabolic health, the importance of advocacy, and the importance of prayer. Now, these are three major takeaways from our experience that I hope hopefully will help you when you are faced with things. They're going to help you increase your vitality when those unexpected yet unavoidable accidents happen. So what about metabolic health? Um, Bottom line, you want to do something every day to build your metabolic health so that you can create a strong and vibrant immune system when this, you know, snake bite event happens. 
the goal is to have optimal resilience so that you can recover from these mishaps. Now think about resilience. You hear that word a whole lot these days, and it's basically like a rubber ball that you're trying to hold underwater. Resilience is elasticity, you know, or buoyancy. Uh, It's really just the ability to recover to your original state after you're stressed, after you're bent, after you're compressed. So when you hold a rubber ball underwater, you can squeeze it, you can push it down, but it's going to pop up and it's going to be round when it pops up. That's what you want, you know, as a metaphor uh, in your life when unavoidable snake bite events happen. So we, we ran to the emergency room and uh, they were they were absolutely amazed that Mike was 64 years old, didn't take any medication, had a good blood pressure, had good pulse oxygen. I mean, all of those basic markers were so in his favor in dealing with this snake venom. He had two, I mean, the snake got him. You could see the areas of where the the fangs had gone in and in his hand was swelling up you know, pretty fast. They started marking it and it was spreading up his arm. So at that point, you know, in dealing with the snake bite or any of the things you deal with in your life, you start to hear about all of the bad things that could happen. For us, it was potential amputation. It was um, just all these things that would ramp up the fear. So so number one, metabolic health, it's super important. You want to be as healthy as possible. You want to be as vibrant as possible. Uh, have as much vitality when you deal with these unavoidable uh, things in life. So I talk about a lot of those things in Vitality Made Simple and lots of people on podcasts are talking about them. So it, it I think it helps you to get your, your, your mind set better when you know that you're you're doing things to feel good today but you're also feeling doing things to create more insurance basically for the future so metabolic health is number one and number two uh, we learned a lot about advocacy you, you know we you have to think for yourself in situations that you don't plan for. So when I was getting my master's degree uh, in nutrition, it was through a medical school. I was actually in enrolled in a medical school, so I had to take uh, the medical school ethics as part of that. And it was like one of the hardest classes I've ever taken. I just had to, you know, study my booty off for that. But one thing that was um, super interesting was the concept of patient autonomy. And patient autonomy means that you are the boss of you. And I think so often people forget that. I mean, that is a a constant in all of medical care. You are the boss of you. The doctor is not the boss of you. The nurse is not the boss of you. You know, whoever you're dealing with, you've got to maintain your patient autonomy. And that's not to say at all that you don't listen to your healthcare providers. You do listen, but you still think for yourself. You know, a key in the emergency room is that we didn't have any relationship with any of those people. They didn't know what, you know, our beliefs were. They didn't know what our desires were. They were doing a great job of 
helping us deal with this emergency, but we still had to think for ourselves and know what was going on. Uh, they immediately started some blood testing and and in that, they were looking for blood clotting markers. And of course, I was asking questions, you know, what is this for? What are we looking for? What do we want to go up? What do we want to go down? Uh, well, they were looking for primary coagulation markers. And we learned that in a snake bite, uh, fibrinogen can increase and platelet the platelet count can decrease. And those are, those are both bad for blood clotting. So... Whenever we went through that, uh, with the initial intake, I should back up, with the initial intake, um, Mike's birthday got uh, mixed up. They had, they just put the wrong the wrong month down. So this 45-minute blood test actually ended up taking several hours. So we didn't have any answers on those coagulation markers. So when we finally got the results from that first blood test, uh, that was considered to be a baseline post snake bite. We found that fibrinogen was elevated, which was not good, and platelets were uh, de- were low, which was not good. So they immediately took another blood test to see what was happening there. Well, in the meantime, they started talking to us about antivenom. And of course, that's what you, you think when you're going, you have a snake bite, I immediately want antivenom. But they told us about the severe side effects that actually were associated with it also. I mean, nothing's without risk. And that's what you have to know uh, as you advocate for yourself or you have someone that you trust advocating for you in these surprise situations. So it really... I think was probably God's will that we had that delay because it gave us time to get another blood test to find out what was actually happening. Um, so then, so so there we are at metabolic health advocacy, and then the third thing that's super important in these situations is prayer. I would encourage you to make a list of your friends and family who will seriously pray for you now. I'm coming to you as a Christ follower, and I've seen amazing answers to prayer throughout my lifetime. I mean, incredibly, um, inc- incredibly amazing things. I mean, from the birth of our children to um, a near-death experience in Machu Picchu. Another, uh, the jo- I jokingly say I tried to kill Mike in Machu Picchu, but um, it was a- an accident that uh, could have ended horribly. And then as a-, a clinician, I've just heard stories and stories and stories from my patients who have been generous enough to share with me their experiences and their answers to prayer. I mean, there's big things and little things. I mean, little things on a daily basis that God answers. So so in the emergency room, I started texting people that I knew would pray. And it's really hard to think straight, even though uh, you're trying hard to to concentrate and not let fear take over. I, I, there were a lot of people that I should have called um, if I'd had a good list. So I would encourage you to, ahead of time, have a list. Think about who you would want to be to be praying for you if you were in a, a serious situation. Because there were a lot of people that I failed to contact. But nevertheless, we could literally feel the power of those prayers. And, and, and Mike's hand started, the swelling started decreasing. I mean, the swelling got really bad for a while. It looked like he had, you know, a, his hand was a glove that had been blown up. Um, but it started, it started going down. And so 
I, I seriously believe in the power of prayer. There there are research studies on the power of prayer, but they're also, like if you look on Wikipedia, they're going to say, oh, we've done studies, but nothing helps. But if you're, you know, if you're a Christian, you've seen these answers and you you don't need a study to show you the power of prayer. It really works. So so make a list and and kind of be be ready because although, you know, a snake bite happened to us last week, you know, everybody's experiencing all kinds of surprises. I mean, this can be an accident, it can be a virus, it can be a big stressor, it it can be all kinds of things that can throw you for a loop and you've got to be ready. So so remember, work on your metabolic health. Listen to Vitality Made Simple. I'm going to tell you all kinds of ways to take the stress out of being healthy and to help you feel better. But you want to do that not just for today, to feel better today, but to be able to live out your hopes and dreams and your purpose. But you also want to be ready and have this metabolic insurance for when these surprises happen. And then also you want to remember that you have patient autonomy. You've got to have advocacy and say what you want. As it turned out in our situation, Mike's hand started to go down. We um, had um, an opportunity to see the blood numbers improving, and he decided that he did not want the antivenom based on the risk and side effects that they told us about. And, and that was a very good thing. Also, other things happened while we were in, we were in a ICU overnight and they came in to give him uh, some different pills. One of those was Pepsid. And, um, and Mike said, why is this? Well, this is for acid reflux. And he said, I don't have acid reflux. I, I don't want that pill. You know, just simple things like that, that are standard of care that you may not want. Another thing they kept trying to get him to take uh, painkillers. And he said, you know, I have some pain, but I don't want to, I don't want any painkillers right now. And so, you know, that's a personal choice that you have. You can always, you want to always think for yourself. Remember, it just feels so good to feel good, but it takes intentionality. There are things you have to do uh, every day. You have to have a plan. And I would venture to say that it's it's quite normal to forget that you're the boss of your body and that things are going to happen. You know, too many people are taking too many medications with too many side effects, and they really don't know why. Uh, prayer is often the last resort. You know, people, I've heard people say, well, you know, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, and all there is left to do is to pray. No, make prayer in your, you know, your top resort. It's, you, you know, it might be normal to think it's the last resort, but but we want to resist normal. You know, we don't want to be normal. Normal is defined as the usual or the regular pattern. It's what's typical in our world or society at the time. You know, it's, it's what's really familiar. So remember, normal is dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. We don't want to be normal. We don't want all those things. We want to be the boss of our body. We want to uh, be able to direct our health trajectory as much as it's possible for us to do. 
Remember, health does not need to be confusing, it does not need to be expensive, and it doesn't have to be no fun. When you're faced with an emergency, a surprise illness, an accident, um, remember, your current state of health will impact your outcome. You can be your own advocate and you can harness the power of prayer. God wants to be involved in our lives and you want to nurture a community of friends and family who will fervently pray for you. Thank you for joining me for episode 60 of Vitality Made Simple. Together, we're taking the stress out of being healthy. Uh, If you know me well, you know that I'm a social media loser. So I really thank you that you're subscribing and sharing. This is organic growth. We're now in 571 cities. We've gained a country. We're in 53 countries. And it's all thanks to you. Blessings until next time. 